Welcome to another episode of the Advanced Training Podcast. This episode, uh, it's dedicated to Dr. Tom, who sadly passed away last week. Now, if you've, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know the impact that Dr. Tom has had on my life. In fact, if you've done anything with me before, as simple as like uh, eating dinner or worked out with me or, I don't know, passed by me in a supermarket, I probably made some reference to Dr. Tom, and I'm sure I've annoyed quite a few people talking about this man so much, but this is the impact that he's had on me. Now, by trade, I'm a coach. I'm primarily a football coach, but I coach people in a football, on a football, uh, uh, sorry, in a weight room, on, on a track, at work, I coach people. This is what I do. And when you're a coach, you are hyper-vigilant about other great coaches, and you're looking for great coaching. And this man, this, this Dr. Tom, for me, he might be one of the greatest coaches there is. And I'll tell you why. Because this man has affected my decisions, my behaviors, my productivity when, he, when he's not even around. Every, I think about this guy at least 10 to 15 times a day with every meal I'm eating, with every macro, when I'm taking off two grams of grilled chicken off of my, uh, off of my scale because I need it to be exactly 210 grams at lunch, I'm thinking about Dr. Tom. When I get up in the morning and I weigh myself, I'm thinking about Dr. Tom. When I use my own body fat meter, I'm thinking about Dr. Tom. When I, after I eat my breakfast and I start to take my supplements for the day, I'm thinking about Dr. Tom. He, that's what, if you're any coach in the world, that's the, that's the product that you want. You want to have positively influenced the behaviors of the people you're coaching, even when you're not around. I've always said this before. It, it kills my soul if I walk in on a guy that I'm training, and I've trained for a while, and he's static stretching before I get there. I feel like, did I teach you nothing? So, Dr. Tom, I hope that the, the things that I've done made you, made you proud. I know that, uh, again, I'm going to continue to make you proud. I'm going to follow the plan that you've set out, and uh, I appreciate you. And the reason for this podcast is not going to be just uh, me going on and on about this stuff. I, what happened was when I heard the news, I was first shocked. Then I was really sad, sad thinking, man, this guy is a guy that the world needs. The world needs this guy. They need to hear his message. And it's, it's sad that he's not around anymore. But then I'm thinking about things that, that he focused on. And one of them was being grateful. And I was thinking, I am grateful for the fact that I had the opportunity to be coached and mentored by this man. And I'm sad for the people that missed that opportunity. Because again, I've talked about him a lot. I've referred him a lot. I've told people to go to him. Every single time I talk about nutrition, I will say, I know enough but not enough that this guy knows. I know enough to, to be dangerous. If you want the real advice, if you really want to change things, go to Dr. Tom. And I'd say a lot, while a lot of people did, there was way more people that didn't. They missed that opportunity, and I feel bad for those people. I don't know what the reason was. Uh, maybe they were too cheap to go pay somebody to help them. Maybe they were too arrogant. They think they knew it all. Maybe they were nervous. I don't want to go to somebody and get on a scale and then tell me what I'm doing wrong. I don't, I don't want to know that. Or maybe they were just too lazy. I don't know. And unfortunately, that opportunity, it's gone with this guy. Uh, I think a lot of people may have similar knowledge to what Dr. Tom has, but they might not be able to deliver it the same way. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit because I think that's what makes him a special human being. You know, a lot of people are smart. It's how do you deliver that message so that people can retain it and want to use it and effectively use it. So 
what I'm going to do in this podcast, I'm going to start off by talking about what I'm going to call the Dr. Tom experience and the things that I felt the first day I went in there. So for those of you that missed out on it, maybe you get a little inkling of what was going on. So here we go, the Dr. Tom experience. When you are walking into his facility, I don't know the best way to explain it. It's a a nice little place in Red Bank. It doesn't look like a a commercial park by any stretch of the imagination. There's very nice little quaint office buildings in a nice parking lot. And uh, it's not like, I'm not thinking about like when when you go into somewhere in Staten Island and there's 700 cars and that looks like this industrial setting. It doesn't look like that at all. It looks like very small, individualized mom and pop buildings that you'd see in like a quaint town. In, a, in Red Bank. Red Bank's a nice place. Anyway, so you, as, as you're walking in, the first thing you notice is how clean the blood draw containers are. So there's containers outside of his office where if you get blood work done, he used to have a, a someone come in, a phlebotomist come in and take your, take your blood right there. He'd put the blood in those containers. They'd pick up those containers. They'd send them out, and then they would do your analysis for you. And his containers were impeccably clean. And I remember one day, Joe Marechko was walking in, and who was cleaning those containers but Dr. Tom? And he was saying, this presentation is everything. Would you trust me? Would you trust me to handle your blood work or your nutrition if I left these things dirty? And oddly, uh, there was another company not too far away that had blood drawer containers that were filthy, and he was able to make that visual comparison. Look Look at theirs, look at mine. Look at theirs, look at mine. And it's just how you do anything is how you do everything. The fact that that guy, as you're walking into the door, made sure that those things were so clean, spoke volumes to me. Volumes. He cared about things outside his door as much as he cared about things inside his door. So then you open up the door. Place is not gigantic. Uh, There's a waiting room that probably sits about four or five people. But you are instantly greeted by, first of all, extremely clean, impeccably neat place. Nothing's out of place. And a very knowledge and friendly receptionist who knows you by name. Hey, George, how's it going? How are you doing? Here's a glass of water. Bang. Like, it's, it's, it's the same thing every time. He's creating this experience for you. Now, what's great about Dr. Tom is as you sit in this relatively small waiting room, it's spacious, but it's not for 100 people. It's for maybe three or four people. You could kind of hear him talking to the clients ahead of you behind the, the the door behind a closed door you can't hear everything you can't hear anything it's kind of like muffled voices but you can kind of hear the tone maybe he's super happy for somebody maybe he's giving them tough love uh, but you can hear then he'll walk out to get the next client or maybe he you know he's being authentic he's coming out he's getting his protein shake because he's got to get his meals in over the course of the day I mean how dare he tell you to have uh, five meals a day and make sure you get all your your calories in and he's not doing it himself so he was super authentic but when he comes out in the waiting room. We're going to this charm part. He works the room. Hey, how's it going? How are you? He's, he's getting to know people even before they come in. He's getting them comfortable. He's always doing something to remove the nervousness of somebody who's about to go next because there is nervousness. I equate going next to being like that guy in Gladiator when the gate is closed before him and he's shaking in his boots and all he sees is the shadow of that mace swinging. Because to me, at least in my head, you're paying the piper. Because when it's your turn, when you get called on, you don't go right to Dr. Tom. You go into what I'm calling the arena. You go into this other room where you then take the infamous body fat, body weight, ugh, <laughs> muscle distribution. It's, it's a DEXA scan. You, you stand on this puppy. And uh, you know, me, I had a routine. 
because at first I was nervous, like, am I going in there uh, with no clothes on? Uh, apparently, no, they're not just sticking you in a room with no clothes on. I guess that would be a little awkward, but you're going in there with your clothes on. And as a man who weighs himself, I don't know, way too much, 10 times a day, I know the impact of clothing on your weight. So what I would do every single time, I'd wear the same exact clothes. It could be June, and I'm in shorts and a t-shirt, and it could be January with six inches of snow on the ground and two degrees out, and I'm still wearing shorts and a t-shirt. I'm wearing the same pair of shorts, I'm wearing the same socks, the same underwear, the same t-shirt, because I want to make sure that that scale is being as accurate as possible. I don't want my clothes messing anything up. So I had a routine. When they gave me that cup of water, when I got there, I always drank the same amount of that water to make sure things weren't off. Anyway, you get on this scale, and uh, <laughs> this is it, man. This scale is saying, did you win or lose? This scale is saying, did all the hard work that you put in pay off? Did not eating that Sunday dasher uh, or that second Sunday dasher on your cheat day, did that pay off? Did you not having that extra glass of wine pay off? Did you getting eight hours of sleep? Pay off, and you're in there, and you are waiting for this thing to go. So you have your hands, you stand up on this scale. It's a regular scale that you stand up on, kind of. But then out from that shoots up another bar. So imagine a scale in your house, another bar shoots up, and then you have to put your hands on two other portions, and you clasp your hands around this thing. And it plays this very friendly music as you're waiting, sweating, waiting for these results. And the trick was, there was a trick to this, is that it actually will report the results to you if you look down quickly enough. But they tell you not to look down, but I always look down. But if you don't look down, you got to wait. Then you go wait in Dr. Tom's office as the results of this thing are printed out. And it will tell you your weight, your body fat, the muscle in your left arm, the muscle in your right arm, the muscle in your left leg, uh, your, your skeletal mass, your water distribution throughout your body. I mean, it's kind of giving you the blueprint of what's going on. And it, it is, it's nerve-wracking. <laughs> where where was I? Before any of this happens, I kind of skipped this part about why why he was great and what he did as a, as a as a marketer. So when you go in and you're sitting down, he has a bookcase right out in open in this waiting room, and on this bookcase. First off, he's got the credibility features. He's got a game ball from the New York Jets when they beat the Texans in 2010. He's got. Uh, I guess, samples of some of the supplements that he sells. You know, traditional things that you would think. But then also on that bookshelf, right smack in the middle, bang, Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. Now, I've joked before that the three biggest influences in my life have been uh, Jesus, Tim Ferriss, and now Dr. Tom. And it, it's probably like 95% true. Anyway, to see that Tools of Titans book up there, to me, gave me instant credibility that this guy was great. But on the next bookshelf over was equally awesome stuff. He had like a macaroni and cheese. It said poison. He had uh, some sort of vitamin that I won't mention that said candy. And it was just awesome. Like the things that a regular person would think are healthy for you, he's just going up with this visualization of saying, nope. Bad. And it's awesome. I just love the, the visual displays that this guy did to reinforce his message. The other thing that would happen when you walked into this waiting room is that the receptionist would hand you a checklist. You know, you go to the doctor, it's like, you know, have you been feeling this week? Uh, do you have, any, have you had any sicknesses in the last two weeks? You know, that, that traditional stuff. Do you have any rashes that we need to know about? He had none of that, but he did have, how have you been doing with your sleep? How have you been doing with your nutrition? How have you been doing with your supplementation? It was basically a self-assessment survey, and it really made you reflect on how well you were doing. Now, for me, 
I was always like 10, 10, 10. I'm like, who, who would go to this guy and pay this money and not actually eat the macros that he told you to? Who would go to this guy and pay this money and not take the supplements that he's telling you to take? It was just absurd to me. Who would not drink enough water? What's, what are you doing? Why would you waste your time going to a nutritionist and not actually do the thing the guy was going to say? The things that hit me at the bottom was two things. It was what are you most proud of and what are you most grateful for? Man, that, that, that's just – what does this have to do with uh, going to the doctor, right? When was the last time your doctor actually told you to do th this self-reflection? And to me, it, the pr first of all, you got to be proud. Maybe if you're struggling with your diet and it is a challenge, you have to be proud. And th th there were times that I'd say, you know what? I was just proud that I maintained my weight over a two-week period where maybe I went A, I went on an all-inclusive vacation, and B, it was Christmas, right? I – over those two weeks, I didn't get worse. I was proud of that. And then the grateful for part, and this kind of reflects back to why I'm – this is actually what made me want to do this podcast is because I was so sad. And then I, said, I was thinking about the Dr. Tom experience, and he's telling you about what you're grateful for. And it really was like, you know what? If, if I'm grateful for these little things, then the big things are going to work themselves out. If I'm grateful for – my wife and my dog being healthy, and I'm grateful that I know Dr. Tom, that everything else is going to take care of itself. So I, I'd rec if, if you're picking up things from this, this podcast, maybe it's not just about nutrition. If you run a business or if you're trying to inspire others, there's a lot of great stuff that this guy does, and we'll talk more about that in a second, that, that you should leverage. And that this, this self-assessment survey was huge. It kind of got you in the right mindset before you had to go to that scale, which was freaking me out every single time. Okay. Let's get back to uh, to Dr. Tom. <laughs> so once you get into the room, Dr. Tom is not there yet. I think he's out maybe getting his protein shake or he's finishing up with, a, with one of the with a previous clients outside. He comes in and you hear that printer going and it's printing off whatever was coming out from that scale. And then he sits back, comes in. How you doing? How's it been going? He looks at your self-assessment survey and then he looks at that scale and then the scale readout and this is it. You're paying the piper because the scale doesn't care, right? The scale doesn't care if it was your friend's birthday. The scale doesn't care if your mom made cake that you had to eat. The scale doesn't care if you were depressed and you ate a rack of ribs. The scale just is going to show what the scale shows. So he reads it off, and this is stuff that I like that my wife said might have been a little corny, but I loved it. Like, this guy, <laughs> if you're hitting your numbers, he's ringing a bell. He brings a bell out. Uh, when he looks at blood work that you have, if things got better, he's putting stickers, like third-grade stickers. You did it. Like, this was stuff that, as a grown man, I appreciated the positive reinforcement because, for me, it was so much pressure. I put so much pressure on myself to – part of it was for me, but the other part was to live up to the expectation that this man had on me and to get a stupid sticker or a bell. Brilliant stuff. It also took the edge off, right? You're in – it's uncomfortable to me, to, to anyone, to sit in front of someone else to say, what's your weight? Uh – What's your body fat? Like this is super personal stuff. What's your blood work? What's your testosterone levels to have somebody take that edge off and make it not so terrible? He made it fun. He made it fun to go there. Every time you go there was a great time. Every time me or Joe Marechko went, there was always a great story when we came back. I called Joe Marechko every single time I left there just to say something awesome that Dr. Tom said. That basically had nothing to do with nutrition. But that's, that's why this guy was awesome. Everyone I've referred to him has called me afterwards and said, this guy's great. This guy is the most entertaining guy there is. And, oh, by the way, he's super knowledgeable. Like, he's, he's selling with the entertainment and then bringing in the super knowledgeable part. One thing I also want to add in is that uh, when you're talking about the knowledge, 
So he is super knowledgeable. Uh, he knows nutrition inside and out. And one thing I loved about him was that he never stopped learning. Like, this is a guy that when you walk in, you think, oh my God, I, I thought I knew about nutrition. Now I realize I know nothing because he knows so much more than me. And then he's talking to me about the newest things he's learning, the seminars he's going to. Like, he's always looking for a better way. And I, I love that. Like it's, But that wasn't the selling point. The selling point to me was I was buying him. My, the money I was investing was in Dr. Tom, the person, not in his knowledge. The stuff that he was learning or knowing, if you did enough research, the information's out there. But it's about how is it being delivered, in what way. And hopefully his charisma, his charm was a great way to get that message out there and the simplification of that message. He didn't give – I heard him talk to other clients. He talked to me one way. He talked to them another way. He talked to me a certain way because he knew I was a, a nerd. He knew that I cared about this stuff. So we talked about things at a, a deeper level, but he also simplified it for me so it wasn't so complicated that, that even I would be turned off by it. Uh, so getting back to <laughs> – it's not just about his talent or his, his, his knowledge of nutrition – the other thing that hit me big was immediately his integrity. So I f most people think you go to a nutritionist, they're going to just do their job uh, to sell you all the supplements they have and rob you. And people would instantly think that if I told you what I had paid him for these assessments. But what I people didn't realize was how much stuff he had me not do. So let's just, I'm making these numbers up. Let's just say I paid him $500 for his assessment and his sub, and supplements that he asked me to take. I also stopped paying a lot of other money for things that he told me not to take. So what I did on day one is I brought in every supplement that I was taking. Again, I'm, I'm a nerd. I went in there completely prepared. Came in there with a bag. Dr. Tom, this is the protein I take. These are the protein bars I eat. This is the fish oils I take. This is the supplementation I take. And he really went through with a minimum effective dose mindset. Tim Ferriss style. So if you don't know what minimum effective dosage is, the simplest way to say it is, uh, if you're going out to get a tan for the summer, are you going to go out there for one day and sit out there for 12 hours and completely burn yourself? Or are you going to go out there for 20 minutes every day and get that minimum effective dose to get the maximum output without completely destroying yourself? So when I went in there, and he looked at my testosterone number, numbers and my body fat numbers. He didn't say, we're going to load you up with all these supplements. He said, we're going to do the least amount possible, the minimum effective dose. If that doesn't work, we'll ramp it up. And he, he did things. He took me off of, I'll tell you things he took me off of, the protein bars that I was eating like candy. Nope, done, sorry. And he didn't say, use, he had protein bars on his shelf. He didn't say, take my protein bars. He just said, we're not going to eat them anymore. He told me to keep using the protein that I was using. There was protein. He has his own Dr. Tom's protein that he has, and he said, you don't need to take this. Keep using the one that you're comfortable with. Yours is healthy. He reduced the amount of fish oils that I was on because my omega-3s were too high, and I, at the time, I had too much uh, DHA and not enough EPA. So he, this guy was super honest, and also... At one point, I was trying to get too many food sensitivity tests. So if you remember when I first started with Dr. Tom, the blood work that they did would tell you food that you were sensitive to. So if you thought you were eating something like, uh, I don't know, like Joe Marichko's case, grilled chicken, but after you ate it, you felt inflamed or you were gaining weight, it could be that you had a food sensitivity and this thing that is presumably healthy was actually unhealthy for you. Anyway, I became obsessed with the sensitivity tests and I was trying to take them like uh, once every six months and he was like, Pump the brakes, man. 
you're wasting your money. You don't need it. And then even like just recently, when we were speaking a, a few weeks ago, he said, well, I'm not doing this anymore because the tests are giving too many false positives. Now, that, that's super honest. He could just continue to do it. It was a great selling point. It was a great marketing point, but it was giving too many false positives, which almost couldn't be that bad of a thing. So false positive would mean it tells you that you're sensitive to chicken and you're not. Too many false negatives could be dangerous where it's not telling you that you're sensitive to stuff that you actually are. But hey, if I if I omit six foods and only three of them are really sensitive, I'm still going to lose weight. So you could, you could mask it with a false positive. You can't mask it with a false negative. And he said, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Uh, another time he wouldn't do it because the place that was I don't want to throw anybody else. Some people that were handling certain things for him outside of his company weren't doing it to the quality that he wanted done. So he stopped doing it. So again, for anybody who would say, oh, you're wasting your money. This guy's just robbing you. No, no, he wasn't. I think that the net cost that I spend on my supplementation. Oh, by the way, he re also reduced the amount of probiotics I was taking. Like he reduced the supplements I was taking. Anyway, the net, the overall net cost is probably equal. You know, all the things that I was doing to try and compensate for all the stupid things that I was doing was costing me more money than going to see him and getting the right information. So we talked about his honesty. I've I've talked about his talent, and uh, it, it's just things that that sell the complete man. Now, the other things that this guy did <laughs> for me for free, you can't pay for. So one of the things that Dr. Tom did is we had him drive into Staten Island. Yeah, he lives in Red Bank. We had him drive to the north shore of Staten Island. I live on the south shore of Staten Island. I don't like enjoy dri dri driving to the north shore. It's at least a, uh, at a minimum, it's a half hour trip. With traffic, it's an hour trip. So I don't know how long it took this guy. I think it might have taken him like two hours to get to our high school. He came for free and spoke to parents and students about nutrition. And then for free. He provided uh, a peak nutrition manual, something that he was selling to other clients. He gave it for free. For free, he gave me a pre-game and a post-game nutrition plan that I could put on our website and tell kids what to eat. It wasn't go buy Dr. Tom supplements. It was these are the things you could eat before a game. These are the things you should eat after a game. This is what you should eat before a workout. This is what you should eat after a workout for free. Uh, for free, he would we would talk on the phone and he would help me think about the right supplementation that I was thinking about that wasn't his stuff. So we were getting into Element. I sent it over to Dr. Tom. Dr. Tom, do you think that this is something that's worth taking? Yes or no? He didn't charge me for any of this stuff. So he did this stuff for free. So again, for anybody who thinks, oh my God, this guy's just taking your money, no. And again, I'm not just trying to reinforce how how great Dr. Tom was, well, maybe I am, but also for people that are running their own business, for people that are doing anything in life. There's just so much to learn from this guy. Again, it was, yes, the base level, he had the knowledge. He, you're not going to walk in there and not learn anything. Boom. Uh, let's, just, let's, just, let's just say that that is a given, even though it's not a given. But then you got his personality where he is actively engaging with his clients. He's taking the edge off. And then also, he gives them the tough love when they need it. But also at the same time, when you win, he lets you know you won. He takes that edge off, that nervousness. He makes every experience that you walk in there a great experience. Every time you walk out of there, you feel better than when you walked in. The, the next thing would be the marketing part, where you go in and he's got all those visual images on the wall. Yeah, the Jets football. He's got the poison. He's got the, the stuff that makes you think and... and it really makes you think and it makes you realize, oh my God, I've been eating some stupid stuff. But then I'm going to go into one more part. The other marketing part, which I think is brilliant, is that if you do get Dr. Tom supplements, you either have his name 
on the supplement or his face on the supplement. So I was saying to my wife yesterday, like, this is going to be tough because every morning when I take my Dr. Tom's lean creatine, uh, guess whose face is on it? Dr. Tom. Now, you could say that that's egotistical, uh, and the guy was awesome because he did definitely bring a joking, egotistical way about him. He called himself the guru, but the guy was awesome. I think it's fully, uh, fully deserved. <laughs> but I, the other, the brilliant part of it, I don't think it was just for marketing. I, you know, maybe it is for marketing, but I don't think it was just for marketing. I think seeing Dr. Tom's face in my cabinet every single day, it made me think, oh my God, I, I can't cheat today. Like, I'm not cheating. I may want to cheat. I'm not going to cheat. Yeah, maybe we're going to dinner with my parents tonight. I may want to have uh, chicken parmesan, but I'm not going to have chicken parmesan because I got to go look at this guy's face again tomorrow morning when I take my probiotics or when I take my creatine every day. So it's just, it's, he's in your head, and this guy's not going to leave my head. He's not. I'm still going to, the, some people are saying, what's going on with uh, the Nutrition Treatment Center? What's going on with them? Well, they sent out an email. Right now, they're going to continue to sell that supplementation, which is big. A lot of people, for very specific health reasons, need to take the stuff that he is selling uh, at the purity. So he would only work with the best vendors, the vendors that he trusted. So, you know, he was trying his best to be authentic and to not sell you stuff just to make money. So that, that's good that that stuff's going to stay open. But they also mentioned that they're going to try and keep the nutrition, nutrition, <laughs> nutrition treatment center alive to keep living the life or keep fulfilling the lifestyles of other people that Dr. Tom wanted when he opened that place up. So I'm going to close this out with some, some things I learned from Dr. Tom. Uh, some things I learned from Dr. Tom. And oh, by the way, I'll close this other one out too, is that for free, I, and like, it was not like we had some sort of a arrangement, but he also became a sponsor of this podcast. So the Nutrition Treatment Center was a sponsor of this podcast. He didn't have to say yes. We don't have a, gigant, a gigantic audience. I don't know how much it, uh, it helped his business, but I know it helped me. It gave me credibility to have him as a sponsor. It also helped me just... If, if, if an athlete actually went there, it helped me have a healthier person to train. It helped me have a better experience with the people that I was with because they were actually going to Dr. Tom and getting a more healthy experience in their life. Okay, so let's get back to the things that Dr. Tom taught me. Uh, usually we do a six-minute Monday on a Monday. I didn't do it this week, so I'm going to give you five great things that I took from Dr. Tom. Five of the things that stick in my head all the time. Thing number one, one size fits nobody. All right, so what he's talking about is you cannot give a diet plan for everyone. There's no one diet plan that fits every single person. So there's people that you constantly hear saying, oh, you want to lose weight? Do this. You want to lose weight? Do that. Eh, I don't believe in that for one second. I used to believe in that, but not since I met Dr. Tom. I, from him, I learned what I don't know. Now I know what I don't know. Things that could impact your diet would be the micronutrients that you're short on. Uh, food sensitivities, again, they're not doing the blood work now, but you'll know. If uh, One thing I've learned over time is when I eat something that I'm sensitive to, wheat, <laughs> if I eat pizza, that's it, it's over. Uh, bread, it's over. You feel it. You feel like, you feel the next day, I feel like I'm drunk and de I was dehydrated and uh, not drunk, hungover from eating a, a, a pizza, okay, and your lifestyle. So those things are going to imp impact what your diet should be. So again, that, that saying is one size fits, fits nobody. Be careful if you have a six-pack and you're going to tell people the right way to eat because, I don't know, how do you know what people's blood levels are or blood work is like to even tell them what they should or shouldn't be eating? Now, I'm not saying that it's bad to tell somebody to stay away from processed foods and to drink water instead of soda. What I am saying is you might not know everything. There might be other things going on. Okay, 
Thing number two, inflammation versus testosterone. So what he told me was your body is uh, it's either creating uh, inflammation or it's creating testosterone, but it's not creating both at the same time. And that was an overly simplistic way of him telling me, hey, stupid, you're working out too hard. You're creating this excessive inflammation. And while you think you're getting stronger, you're actually creating more inflammation and less testosterone. Oh, I got it. I am. I'm overtraining. I didn't realize that I'm overtraining. And with respect to this, this foods, the bad foods you're eating that are creating inflammation, yeah, you think you're training hard, but at the same exact time you're eating this garbage, now you're creating inflammation and you're not creating testosterone. So again, I'll repeat, you have, you're either creating inflammation or you're creating testosterone, but you're not creating both at the same time. The third thing, you got to keep your heck in check. First of all, I just, I love the rhyme there. So what's heck? Hunger, energy, cravings, right? It's just, it's just a simple thing that as I was making tweaks to my own macros, which I, you know, I consult with him on, he'd always say, is your heck in check? Yes. All right. If your heck is in check, you're good. It's hunger, energy, cravings. If you're on a diet, I hate even using the word diet, but if you're on a diet and those three things are not in check, you're doing the wrong thing. Uh, I'm really going to, what I'm going to do because I'm fat, I'm just going to stop eating as much. Okay. Are you hungry? Yeah. Are you tired? Yeah. Are you starving? Yep. Wrong diet. Right? You have to know that if your heck is in check, you're doing the right thing. Oh, man, I, I'm a hard gainer. I got to eat more food. Are you hungry? No. How's your energy? It stinks. I'm exhausted because I'm eating so much. All right, it's the wrong diet for you. So keep your heck in check. The fourth thing is just be authentic. So when, when I went to go see Dr. Tom and he was listening to the things that I did in my life, he said, look, you do everything right. You don't drink that much. You basically eat the most boring foods on earth. He had heard about my uh, sardines, beans, and sauerkraut breakfast. He said, you should look a lot better for somebody who lives your lifestyle, but you do everything right. What made you actually decide to come here? And uh, I said, I, I'm tired of being, I want to, I, I don't want to look like a guy, like I train people, I don't want to look like a guy who's an embarrassment. I, I want to look the part. And he said, yeah, you want to be authentic. I said, yeah, that's what I want to be. I, I want to walk into a room and people say, that guy works out. Because as a trainer, as a person who's doing this stuff, I want people to know that I'm living the lifestyle that I'm preaching to other people. And yeah, I was doing everything right. I'm still doing everything right. Am I 100% happy with the way I look? No, but it's way better, way better than what it was. I mean, he had even told me at one of our last visits, like, you know, you're you've probably hit the peak of what you'll be unless you did something illegal. You're 40-something years old. Uh, let's take genetics into account, lifestyle into account, unless you're willing to throw away everything in your life and be miserable and probably do some illegal stuff, you've probably hit the peak of it. But you, you are authentic. You did what you said you're going to do. You're doing it to the best of your ability, and you should be proud when you walk into a room of your athletes or the people you're coaching or you're around your family that, yeah, you, you did everything you could possibly do to get to where you are right now. And then the last thing that Dr. Tom said, and I don't know, really know too much what this means, but I'll tell you the last thing he said. He said, if you can't tone it, tan it. What great advice. If you can't tone it, tan it. All right, people, I'll leave you with that. I hope you guys uh, appreciated the Dr. Tom experience as much as I appreciate him. I'll continue to appreciate him. Thank you. Bye. This episode is brought to you by the Nutrition Treatment Center. Are you feeling tired, fat, bloated, weak, yet at the same time you're training like you've never trained before? 
You're eating cleaner than you've ever eaten before. Well, maybe you're doing everything right, but there's something wrong inside your body that's counteracting all the good things that you're doing. It's kind of like driving down the Garden State Parkway with your foot on the gas pedal, but you're not getting anywhere because the parking brake's on. And in the world of nutrition, that parking brake could be food sensitivities. For example, you could be eating grilled chicken, but it's actually making you fat. Or you could have a micronutrient deficiency. If you're feeling tired, fat, bloated, weak, and you think you're doing everything right, go visit our friend Dr. Tom over at the Nutrition Treatment Center. If you tell them that Advanced Training referred you, he will take 25% off your first consultation fee. This man legitimately changed my life. He brought me from, and I'll just say the numbers, 19.5% body fat, a guy who trained all the time, down to 12% body fat. I lost weight while eating more, and I've never felt better, and I'm, I'm an old man now. I'm not a young man, and I've never felt better. This guy saved my life. I 100% believe in what he's done. Again, visit Dr. Tom over at the nutritiontreatmentcenter.com.